Jewish audio on Chabad.org. The Basics of Hasidus, Chapter 10, Selfless Living. In a previous chapter, we discussed the importance of serving God simply because it matters to Him, without any personal motives. This idea, which is known as Aveda Lutzorach Gavoya, becomes well appreciated when we consider the ideal of Dirabatachtonim, God does want our actions. All of existence is not here for its own self. We are here because of a divine purpose. Every element of our world is all about becoming a dwelling for God. When a person's divine service is founded upon personal interest and commitment, its continuity is as fragile as the human condition. The most spiritually inclined inspiration of I want to serve God and cleave to Him, or better yet, I want to perform God's will in order to fulfill God's desire in creation, is still about us, not about God. Human feelings are always subject to fluctuation and change, and avoida can easily lapse when the person finds themselves in a harder place. While one will surely excel when feeling supremely spiritual, they are bound to be lacking when they feel low and disconnected. Additionally, when a person's divine service is dependent on their own devotion, they are bound to focus on areas that they enjoy most. The individual will concentrate on the avoida, which causes them to feel the greatest degree of fulfillment and spiritual pleasure. This could be the intellectual engagement in Torah study or the experience of prayer, causing the person to develop a feel of feeling of laxness for tangible deeds. Likewise, a person may invest all their energy in their personal service while overlooking the needs of others. By contrast, when a person's avoda is not about themselves, but rather solely for God, Avoda becomes a constant and all-encompassing force. Fulfilling God's will is not subject to any change, and there is no difference between being involved in lofty and satisfying pursuits or in simple tasks, personal advancement or caring for another. What matters is creating the abode for God. On a similar note, any student of Hasidus Chabad will notice that its teachings contain tremendous intellectual depth. Hasidus discusses abstract ideas with advanced explanation and approachability. However, it must be stressed from the very outset that Haskalah, the intellectual study of Hasidus, is not for the mere purpose of illuminating the human mind with godliness. Every Haskalah must be translated into some Aveda, some practical application. Every bit of information is for the purpose of refining ourselves and the world around us to become a dira for God. We must apply these profound ideas to our tachtoin, illuminating and inspiring even the most mundane elements of life. At times, it may seem to be a sacrifice to leave behind spiritual attainment, to engage with the tangible world, but this is what we are here for. We are meant to transcend ourselves and our sense of accomplishment and fulfill God's purpose. Do I gain, you may ask? Let's not go there. It's so not the point. Section 9, in summary, coded depth. 
To best summarize the wealth of ideas found in this chapter, let us refer to the actual words of the Midrash which detail the purpose. Within the few words are sages hinted at all of the depth and detail discussed above. By taking a closer look at their original phraseology, we can gain a concise synopsis of the entire chapter. The Midrash states, Nisava HaKadosh Baruch Hu Liyos Loi Dira The Holy One, blessed be He, desired a home for Himself in the lowest of worlds. Nisava HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God desired. The word Nisava indicates a supra-rational desire, one not justified by any particular need or want. Instead, it is just because. Similarly, God did not need existence to be. He simply chose to make all that there is in order for this physical realm to become his home. Leo's loy, that it should be for him. This abode is for him, referring to God's very essence, the Atmos. While there will be a great extent of revelation accompanying God's move into his home below, this is a space designated for him alone. God's essence is the one which will dwell in this world, and he himself will ultimately be revealed within existence. Dira, a dwelling. This describes a place in which one lives on a permanent basis. It's not a place you visit, it's where you belong. Moreover, the home is decorated and structured to the resident's personal liking. This makes living there an enhancing and delightful experience. Betachtonim in the lowest realm. This reality of godly revelation is number one, located within our physical world, which is naturally oblivious of godliness. Number two, created by us, the inhabitants of the lowest world. And number three, caused by Iskafia and Ishapcha, utilizing and permeating the lower, most imperfect elements of our psyche and the existence of the world. A closer look. Beyond the meaning that can be understood from the entire phrase as a whole, even greater depth can be appreciated when we view each word as a portal into the entire message. Upon examination, we find that each of the key words highlighted above informs of the entire message of purpose. Nisava HaKadosh Baruch God desired. This term teaches us that the purpose results from an unexplainable desire of God. This indicates that this purpose matters to God's undefinable essence. Being the creator of reason, God himself is not limited by its bounds and can desire something that transcends justification. This also correlates with what the desire is for. Being that the desire is rooted in God's essence, it is therefore for a dira, a dwelling where God himself can reside. The desire of his essence is for something relevant to God himself. Additionally, Nisava determines the destination of God's desire, namely that he specifically chose our lowly world, the Tachtonim, to be his home. While the spiritual worlds can be justified as serving the purpose of divine expression, the existence of our world of concealment cannot be explained logically. In this manner, the physical world reflects the Nisava being just because. Leois loi, 
that it should be for him. This gives insight that this abode is for him, referring to God's very essence, the Atmos. Additionally, because the Dira is for God's essence, it follows that it must be in the physical world rather than in the spiritual realms. Spiritual realms are not able to receive the Atmos given their affinity towards their defined appreciation of godliness. Only the physical world, which has no conscious relationship with godliness, can receive his very essence, as it doesn't know any better. Dira, a dwelling. From the description of God's revelation within the physical (coughs) as dwelling, one can deduce that God's essence will be revealed here. Just as a person feels fully comfortable to be themselves within their home, Similarly, God will be able to be manifest as he is without any inhibition. Also, a dwelling place implies permanence, something that supernal godly revelations cannot guarantee. These revelations are dependent entities which rely on God's will. Only God himself is completely self-sufficient and can endure without needing to be rejuvenated. Betachtoinim in the lowest realm. The knowledge that the purpose is within this world indicates that it serves a purpose for God himself. God invested his essence into creating this egocentric realm. He would certainly not involve himself so intimately if it didn't matter to him. The location of the dwelling within the physical also proves that God's essence will be revealed here. This world does not do well with transcendent revelation as it is antithetical to earthly parameters. Only God himself, who transcends all definitions, can arrive into a world devoid of spirituality and make himself fully at home. Lastly, the elements of concealment and ego actually correlate well with God himself. This world is made with the sole ability of Atmos and experiencing Yeshus alike to his ultimate Yeshus. It follows that this is where God can rightfully call his home. A last word. Our discussion of Dira Patachtonim from these various angles is intended to cause a real-to-life awareness of what God expects from us. The purpose can infuse all that we do and cause us to rethink our priorities. It may just be time to close this volume. Find a tachter near you and fulfill the purpose of creation.